Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Mostly sunny skies, a high of 49 expected for today. Tomorrow, uh, cooler, only 24 expected for the high. Right now, 39 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here is your traffic update with Cami Carlisle. Lots of accidents this morning. The latest coming in northbound JFK at Chandler. Pretty slow through there. Once you get through there, you stay slow up to L Street. You've also got accidents, various stages of cleanup. Eastbound Harney at 40th. Eastbound Center at 105th. Another crash cleanup just south of Harrison along 168th at Audrey. I'm Cami Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cammie. It's 807. Here are your news headlines. Sad news coming today as a word of former Nebraska Cornhusker Lawrence Phillips 
found unresponsive in his cell in California. Yesterday, he was rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead nearly an hour and a half later. His death is being investigated as an apparent suicide. Phillips played uh, for the Huskers uh, back in, uh, and won, um, helped win the national championship in 1994 and 1995. He played with three NFL teams before being sentenced in 2009 for striking three teenagers with his car and also assault on his girlfriend. Yeah, the he, big one was Kate McEwen. Remember that? That yes. was the awful. It was the night after the Michigan State game. Mm-hmm. And uh, he travels back. And Tommy Frazier, I think, drove him over to... He did. Uh, dropped him off. And he, you know, yeah. went crazy. Assaulted his girlfriend. It was awful. Um, and then years later, he gets his... Remember, he, this is a guy who got a lot of second chances. It's he very sad. Yes. Um, but St. Louis Rams. Yes, he was... In the uh, last chance after he goes over and he plays NFL Europe. First round draft pick. And surprise people. Number six. Yeah. Amazing. Man, and then that's what blew Amazing. everybody away was the, the, the deal. It was almost like road rage in the middle of a... A pickup football game, and he ran over those kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in California. That was the thing that got him jail time. You and then bet. the other, uh, so what was his most recent um, troubles was he was being held in a segregation unit, single cell status. He went in front of a judge yesterday who ruled that he was, there was enough evidence to try Lawrence Phillips for the 2013 murder of his cellmate. He was already doing time for the incident with his girlfriend and with the incident with the car with the teenagers. Um, but now he was facing additional time, or the chance of additional time if found guilty of these charges. It doesn't really speak it's, well of this prison prison system, though. It's like, one, why can't you protect these people from themselves? One, how are people still able to hang themselves in a jail cell? Was yeah. it hanging? And here's that, the guy where you uh, killed his roommate. And how are you so. able to kill your roommate? That's you, the one. Aren't you on camera? Aren't people watching? Guards run in? Well, and uh. I always think about that in regards to, you know, here locally, we've had all this uh, stuff in the news with Nico Jenkins, you know, self-harming. I'm like, how is a crazy person like Nico Jenkins getting anywhere near exactly. something sharper he, than a Play-Doh spoon? Does he get to go to uh, arts and crafts every day? I don't understand Where he's in it. a cell making art projects with his genitals? I would think that every part of his life is nerf-based. Nerf you know based. what I mean? Like, it's just there's not a single hard surface to be found. That's there's a good not point. Anything... Why aren't prisons all brought to you by nerf? Right. I mean, Lego. Other than the bars. <laughs> well, Legos you can probably like choke on or do whatever. Oh, you're right. But I'm saying Nerf. I don't understand how... Sleep on a Nerf bed. Like, Ooh. Like, you don't Prison ever Prison cells get brought to you by Iron and Steel. Inside, <laughs> sponsored by Nerf. Dude, it's spongy. It's so spongy. And you're, and you're poking someone with a Nerf uh, 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 shiv. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, it and tickles. it's like tickling the Stay Puff guy or whatever that is. <laughs> Uh, Nebraska's governor, Pete Ricketts, is going to give a state of the state address later this morning. He's going to speak at the state capitol around 10 a.m. Following his address, he's going to head out on a two-day tour of the state. Uh, The stops are going to include Columbus, Grand Island, and Hastings. And if you're waking up this morning here, you probably realizing that you were not the big Powerball jackpot winner. That's all right. It only uh, three tickets, uh, winning tickets were sold, California, Florida, and Tennessee. And your chances were pretty slim. Losers! In case you're wondering what the one-time lump sum payout is for the $1.5 billion jackpot that was drawn last night, it's $930 million, which will now be divided among the three ticket holders. They sucked me in. (laughs) They sucked you in. They They sucked sucked everybody in. in. You're not alone. You're not anywhere near alone. There's people uh, in Florida, by the way, that spent, what, 174000 or something like that on tickets? Wow. 
Yikes. Biggest. I hope one of them guys won. So, Biggest lottery ever. So November 4th is when it started with an initial jackpot of $40 million. Uh, raised up to 1.5 billion, Americans spent 2.5 billion in tickets. So they made a lot of money. Yep. There you They're go. They're the real winner. The lottery industry. Lottery people. Republican presidential candidates set to debate once again tonight. This time, stakes are pretty high. Iowa caucuses just a few weeks away. The front runner in the GOP race, Donald Trump, he's going to take center stage in tonight's debate. He'll be joined by Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Ben Carson, Chris Christie, Jeb Bush, and John Kasich. Uh, the debate from Charleston, South Carolina, is going to air on the Fox Business Network. And there is new information surfacing uh, from the uh, from one of the ex-girlfriends of the man surrounded by Netflix making a murderer. Her name's Jody uh, Satchkowitz. Now, which she, one is this? Is this the one that she hooked up, that hooked up with uh, him No, um, post, in the end? No, this is the one that, don't you remember, she was in jail for DUI. Oh, that and one. She got okay. out and she was trying to help him and call and then she, then there was like a restraining order, don't you remember? Yeah, she wasn't supposed yeah. to go anywhere near him. Okay, yeah. Well, now comes word that the ever-supportive ex-fiance of Stephen Avery, apparently has had a change of heart last night on Nancy Grace. Uh, Jody called her appearance in the documentary, quote, an act, and says that she now believes that Avery killed photographer Teresa Halbeck. But what does she know? She says she she wants people to know the truth. She says he's a monster, that he's not innocent. She said at one point in their relationship, she ate two boxes of rat poison just so that she could go to the hospital to get away from him and then ask them to get the police to help her. (laughs) Apparently, he was abusive in their relationship, and she's now sharing all of this. Well, he's a goof. Oh, I mean, I, I don't think you want to scratch much under the surface of anybody in that group. I mean, they're all on a bunch that, of kind of goobers. On that whole, what do you, what do you call it, compound of garbage The only people I felt sorry for were for Stephen Avery's elder parents, right? Oh. Well, you know, you, that you wonder is if we all love. get there. Like, could you imagine, Molly, someday you and your husband will be the two nice old people whose living room chairs will be tilted toward each other mm-hmm. with a coffee table in the middle, mm-hmm. and you just kind of sit out there in the living room rocking back you and talk. forth in, sil- in silence. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and the mom is always so quietly stoic. Yes. Yeah. And she doesn't say a lot, but the dad says he gets mad from time to time. Well, he got mad at her once. They were waiting to see Stephen Avery. They were waiting to go in, and she you know, went to the vending machine, and she got a... She got like a Snickers bar or something. He's like, what about your diabetes? What about your and diabetes? And she's like, I don't care. Like don't she was care. just. I know. I watched that. We all got uh, people got to go watch this. Yes, watch you do. To make a murderer. It, it's just good television. And I, I thought that, too. I watched them as they're waiting to go see their son who's in prison again. Again. And the small creature comforts mm-hmm. going and getting a small, tiny candy bar for these Four elderly people in the lobby to get a little taste of sugar because they can't eat that. I'm yeah, like, this is so depressing. Maybe I want to die from a shark. And he's attack like, no. Dirty. He's like, no, don't do that. And she's but like, those, I don't. That the husband, not the husband, the mother and father have so much belief that no, they're all it's innocent. They're they're genuine. Genuine. It's, That's what I'm saying. They're it's the her most, baby boy. I, I thought they were the two most sympathetic characters. Yeah. Oh like, yes, can't blame them. them. And I would say, Brent, I would say Brendan Dassey, the nephew, the sixteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you, you, I mean, he, I felt really bad for him. I mean, he got sold a bill of goods on that first defense attorney, and then I just, I think he's a confused, easily confused young man. I yeah. don't think he really has the wherewithal to be alone in a room with 
with investigate, you know, without somebody there that knows what's going on. He really had no clue. No, would any of us on the witness stand like that. Oh man, I you know, you know me, I'd be blinky eye. Oh, we could so, pin you, Molly. I'd we could pin a murder forever. on party. It'd give me twenty minutes. <laughs> One, you I go wouldn't. good cop, I'll go bad cop. Just get me on a Saturday night. I'd be like, as long as we tell him there's a meal at that the end of this. a sandwich waiting. A good sandwich. Ooh. Maybe some barbecue. Oh, wings. Wings, you got a deal. I, I did it. He's like, I did it. I worked the shaft and I swallowed the gravy. <laughs> swallowed it down. Gross. <laughs> what? So now his ex-fiance is claiming that the uh, relationship that she had with Stephen Avery, the centerpiece of this making a murderer, that yeah. he was abusive and even goes so far as describe him as a monster. So yeah. that's, well, I, that's a whole different story than the the one you're being told in the documentary. Well, I mean, also, you know, you're also dealing with uh, a broken up couple. I mean, a couple that obviously hates each other. I mean, when you got that going on, right? I mean, I don't I'm know sure if they hate each My exes would I be think, like, he's a I monster. I think what Party's trying to say is hell hath no, no fury. fury. Uh-huh. This is her chance. Which is, uh, if you've ever seen the movie The Rainmaker with Matt Damon, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how the evil lawyers try and shoot down you remember if you ever saw the movie the rainmaker uh-huh. uh matt damon is the young lawyer who's suing the evil insurance company and his star witness is the mother of the deceased boy who was just trying to get medical treatment and was denied by the evil corporation right oh that's mm-hmm. so the sad. sympathetic mother mm-hmm. gets up at the stand and does this great deal and then um they bring in um a, a former employee who who reveals how evil the company is and how they're cheating everybody but the lawyers defending the insurance company reveal the fact that she was sleeping with people. Oh. And he goes, hell hath no fury like a scorned woman. They're, they're able to shoot down her whole testimony. Because she had cause she's relations? A, she's one of them crazy women. You know, you know how crazy they get. <laughs> it's, uh, Angelina, talk about how crazy we are. It's, You'll just see. It's Angelina Jolie's uh, <laughs> dad. What's his name? Uh, John Voight. John Voight plays, plays the evil lawyer. He's so slimy. He just can't help himself. Uh, today, if you, uh, in addition to it being the day that you know none of us here on the show won the lottery, uh, it does happen to be National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Yay! Which, Jeff, I know you can't participate, but no. Marty and I, no. if you're on the fence about celebrating the day, the folks over at PetMD.com say it's really not a bad idea because, as they put it, people use clothes to show off their personality. Why shouldn't your pet? <laughs> I don't like it. I think it's hysterical when people put clothes on cats because they just are so, like, you can see the fact that they're they're like, if I had a thumb, I would grab a knife (laughs) and I would cut you. I, I just, yeah, it's mean. Some dogs, though, really dig it. I think that more dogs dig it. Cats do not take it as somebody who, as a girl, dressed up her cats in doll clothes. You did? <laughs> I did. Molly could be giving a dissertation on, like, <laughs> high-end physics or math, and in the middle of it, if you flashed her picture of a cat in a costume, this is what bad. you get. She's just done. Yep, this is what bad. I would do if I was the evil John Voight. Molly's on the stand just crushing it, <laughs> yeah. and I go, check out this picture, Molly. And I look at the jury. Can you take this woman with any credibility? This giggling, silly woman. I would unravel. Jealous woman. I would unravel. The woman. I would absolutely (laughs) become undone. Like, I think it's just, it's my kryptonite. Is it really? It really well, is. I just have such a soft, gooey center so when can it comes we, to goofy pictures of cats. Can you rent 
animal costumes, pet costumes? I mean, I don't know if I want to go well, in. Well, there's and... a big debate raging. Apparently, a Canadian company says sales of its dog pants have surged, and it's all because of a recent online debate about whether a dog should wear pants on just its hind legs or all four legs. Now, have you seen that where they, like, dress up dogs with them? Oh, yeah. It's, a it's... disco, like, I saw a dog Apparently, you once. saw it. I saw a dog Giggle. dressed up once. Ladies like, and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. Like John no Travolta, like John Travolta from Saturday Night Fever, and it had the Cisco shirt to the tight pants. And this silly woman on this stand would have you believe that my client committed murder in cold blood. Woo! I'm just saying, you haven't lived until you've seen a picture of a dog in the Saturday Night Fever John Travolta outfit. Now, in that case, they only had the dogs wearing the two legs, like the pants on the two, and then the front were supposed to be like the arms and some are speculating no but dogs have four legs so shouldn't their pants go up i mean the <laughs> yeah yeah this is what happens don't ever say yeah. shouldn't their pants <laughs> shouldn't is what she's saying said, shouldn't, shouldn't their pants shouldn't their, their pants the, the argument it would beg to reason that if they have stretch those <laughs> let's stretch let's those words out. out yeah stretch shouldn't them out a little bit. If, if, if their would, pants go all the way up it would beg to it would beg to reason that with four legs shouldn't their pants have the four whole like the four pant legs so the 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 argument being that how people are dressing their animals with like a shirt on the top half of them and then pants on the bottom is incorrect that the, you're treating their legs like arms. It's a big debate. Apparently that's raging on the interwebs. But I'm just here to tell you it's National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Meow. Do it, post it, love it. Yeah, share it on our Facebook Happy day. page. Make Molly's day. Make my day. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right, thank you, Molly. All right, it's 8:21. Your high day going to be about 49 degrees. Going to see 25 tomorrow. Got lots of moms listening who have little kids that probably want to play football someday. Uh, this week, the uh, real life man who Will uh, Smith portrays in the movie Concussion, which is getting rave reviews about all the concussions in the NFL. He's the guy that pointed it out, Dr. Bennett Olamu. Uh, just ch- testified on Capitol Hill this week. Uh, trying to get it out there. Trying to talk about uh, the head trauma in football. Uh, we've got a great advocate of the NFL, uh, Danny Noonan, the former Husker, uh, who's local. And he's kind of an expert on it. Yes, he is. We're going to have Danny Noonan on next. Just kind of talk about w- what's going on with uh, concussions and sports and football up next. All right. It's 821. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. All right, good morning. 8.30, we got 49 for the high, and then it drops like a rock off the side of a building. 24. 15 will be your high on Saturday. Sunday, we have 8, and it's a little bit of warm-up from there. We're sitting in the lower 40s right now. I joined in the studio by uh, Danny Noonan, and it's not the Danny Noonan from Caddyshack. No, I thought that. the former Husker great (laughs) and uh, Dallas Cowboy and uh, Green Bay Packers uh, football player Danny Noonan. Hey. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, and and you're now working with the NFL. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've been a, an ambassador for the NFL Heads Up program. And okay. It was started back in 2002. Um, it's through USA Football. So uh, parents and um, high school athletes, uh, really from Pee Wee Football up, can go to usafootball.com, get re- uh, information, a lot of different resources on, you know, right now it's concussions, but they can also get information on, um, you know, uh, heat 
heat exhaustion and things like that to to help uh, parents and kids know what to look for, okay. uh, especially now in concussions. Right. Yeah. Now, what? Do you, how long have you been doing this? I've been doing it now for three years. It really seems like we've escalated, at least the amount of information, right? Oh, yeah. The yeah. awareness, uh, you watch any, not just football, everything is about high hits, yes. head hits, targeting, how to, how to tackle, targeting. Exactly. And we talk about this on the show all the time. We're like, man, mom's listening. Because I wanted, I, I remember my, my brother's fight to try and play football. He wanted to play football. Uh-huh. So, like, that fight is going to get even harder, right, to convince mom to let the kids to play football. Oh, but definitely. So you got to get the information out there. Yep, yeah. I mean, if, you, if the, the movie just came out, Concussion, you know, they talked about in there, the NFL, about having just 10% of the parents, the moms and dads, not having their kids play football. And what effect is that going to have on the NFL 20, 30 years down the road with, yes. with less attendance? You think of all the, you know, the jerseys and, and and things that are being sold and footballs and all that, um, how does that affect the bottom line? And so that really concerned, um, you know, the NFL along with, you know, um, uh, some other issues. And that's the reason they started USA Football to okay. be able to have, especially when kids are coming up, to have uh, coaches that are certified. Yeah. Uh, coaches that are doing drills that, um, you know, before were, were unnecessary and all they would do is just to supposedly toughen kids up. Yeah. Well, that was just creating more trauma. Well, you know, yeah, well, head trauma. It's funny you say that. I was just telling these guys earlier this morning that I got stuck on some show uh, on uh, it was Netflix or whatever, but it's called uh, Friday Night Tight. Yeah, so oh, you yeah. familiar with oh, yeah, that? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's what do you think of? I mean, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, it gets pretty intense. It's doesn't intense. It? Yeah, these are little yeah. kids. Yeah, and it's pretty intense on how they do, how they do things on on that show anyway. And, right. Um, well, I've got I've got so, five kids of my own. My my yeah. three younger boys are playing in football right now. They're playing. They're nine and I got twins that are eleven. So we see that you know that intensity and yeah. I mean, last year we had we were at a game and we had one of the dads got kicked out. He's screaming and yelling at the ref, saying what? these it's crazy. These, I mean, yeah, it's just the intensity. I'm like, you know, they've got their whole life to be competitive, and yeah, when you get in, you know. Uh, ninth grade and, and starting again high school, you know that's when you you know things are are getting serious. But now ha- let the kids have fun and let them learn the game, right? Yeah, let them learn the game, yeah. how to act during a game, how to act when winning and losing, just those moral type things at that age, and then just kind of amp it up from there. I that's guess that's got to be interesting, yeah. though, Danny, seeing you on the sidelines of a football. I, I would feel like if I'm one of the <laughs> fellow dads, I'd be puffing my chest, hey. trying to stand a little taller when I'm next to you. Like, how? What's your demeanor? Like, are you the go 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 dad, or you obviously you seem a lot more laid back? Oh. Oh yeah, no, I'm very late. I'm the opposite of like the soccer dad, you know, you know, right. yelling and screaming. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, does enough screaming and yelling for both of us. <laughs> oh wow, really? That's hysterical. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but you know, I just I want the kids, you know, whatever they do to enjoy it and try to you know get lots of experiences they don't like you know if they don't like a certain sport just tell them stick with it throughout the year you don't have to do it again yeah you know and and they've done baseball martial arts football and and basketball but they all love and are football nuts and they sit around and watch my boys watch football all day long on the weekend i i could care less about it yeah (laughs) but they could tell you who's playing and and what their favorite player is but uh but no, you know it's a great game, and, and like I said, going back to that movie Concussion, you know they had some really good points in there. Some of that really hit home. Two of the guys in there, I actually played against Mike Webster, and then another guy who was a, a guard for the Steelers. Uh, but I remember Mike, you know, he played 
uh, 15, 16, 17 years as a center. Okay. And I played against him when I was a rookie, and we went up to uh, to uh, uh, Pittsburgh. He comes running out, and I thought he had a fake leg. He was limping so bad. I mean, he was so beat up. Really? And when he passed away at age 50, he was living out of his car. Oh. He was shocking himself with a, a taser to go to sleep. Um, he was putting his teeth in with super glue. Oh, my gosh. And he had applied for NFL disability, and they had denied him for that. And since then, his family went back, sued the NFL, um, and got an NFLPA and got his disability. Holy but, smoke. Uh, yeah, and so he died at age 50 of heart failure, but he was really beat up. And that's, that's kind of how this whole story starts was yeah. he was kind of the first one. And then, you know, the, uh, the Dr. Amalu did the, the uh, uh, autopsy and found this disease that they'd never seen before. He thought it was a, a 95-year-old man with dementia. Yeah. And it was a 50-year-old player. And, and since then, they've done gosh almost 90 something uh, uh autopsies on former players and i think 87 of them 87 of them have cte and that's the progressive wow. degenerative disease of the brain yeah and basically that's it's like a, a, pro, a brown protein called tau and it basically chokes your brain is what oh, it that's is sad um I, i've actually in the last uh uh, three years ago, they started a study for at the uh, University of Boston for 100 former NFL players, and I was part of that, and still am, where they, they did, gosh, I was three days up in Boston doing scans, spinal tap, the whole thing. But what they're trying to be able to do is how, how to find a baseline and, and diagnose this disease uh, while you're still living. Right now, they can only do it when you're when, when you pass away, on. and they oh, wow. they've uh, you know they do an autopsy in your brain, and they can see this tau protein in there. Okay. See, now, is there oh, anything wow. relevant in the finger pointing, or, or is it are we to a point of moving past that and working together on making the sport safer? Because we're we're sort of territorial with football. I love yes. the game as a fan, mm-hmm. so I'm always sort of defensive of the NFL. But obviously, there's a real problem. Uh, this movie sort of tries to point the finger at the NFL. Oh, it doesn't. It's the sort. Right. It does. Right. It does. And but I'm saying, where do you break on that? Um, I definitely think that when the movie, you know, back in early 2000, NFL had a uh, a doctor that was leading the neural the the uh, concussion. Um, uh, committee and this guy was a rheumatologist not a neurologist okay and they had an interview with him and they asked him about 10 different questions do you think you know repetitive head trauma you know is is a you know is a danger and he said no every question was so we a lot of people nicknamed dr no because he was just nothing you know and concussions don't you know aren't a big deal da, da, da. so i definitely think it was a problem i think since then the nfl like i said has realized hey if we have Moms and dads not letting ten percent of their kids not letting them play football. How does that correlate to the future? In, yeah, to to the future attendance, to the future uh, merchandise sales, all of that. So I think definitely the NFL has gotten better. And one of the ways is USA Football with you know educating parents and and kids on hey we can you know you can still play a great game, but let's make it safer instead yeah, of having safer. you know a bowl in the ring where you're going and you're hitting guys and you, you don't need you know and coaches have coaches that are certified. Over, you know, throughout the United States. So whether you have a coach in Omaha or Dallas, they're the same, you know, same level of understanding yeah. and coaching. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that makes sense, and I think it's it's uh, it's going to help the game, make it safer, and you know, have kids, you know, continue to participate. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Doctor Bennett testified just this week on Capitol Hill, right. uh, trying to get awareness out there um, and wanting people to take the the issue seriously. He just said this week, he said there is no helmet today, as I am speaking to you, that will stop your brain 
from bouncing around your skull. Right. Is that oh, yeah. what we need? There's progress to be made in, in a safer helmet. Oh, but I think you can only take that so far. I mean, it's a violent game, right? Yes. And that's why we watch it. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, no, it's, 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 it's a great game. It's a violent game. That's why we watch it. You're, you're, you're going to get continued uh, improvement in equipment. You're going to get continued improvement in guidelines, but there's still going to be injuries, and there's still going to be guys that you know that that have concussions. It's just part of the game. But I think you can really lessen that, especially in youth football, um, to to take away as much cumulative trauma, you know, as you can. I remember when I went up to Boston, they asked me, you know, when I sat down, when they did the study, they said, "How many concussions have you had?" And I said, "Well." You know, define a concussion. They said any time that you get uh, lightheaded or you see stars, and I'm like, well, oh. probably a thousand. <laughs> oh right. my because, gosh. you know, my definition of a concussion is you, know, you get laid out and you're carried off on a stretcher or you've got to be helped off. And but then, is that a concussion? Because I played football growing up and I've seen several stars. Is that they labeled a, a uh, you could have been head concussed. trauma? Yeah. Well, they're called yeah, and, and it's a concussed event. That's okay. what they would say. Oh, and wow. you look at that as as a as a kid, say nine, ten years old. Yeah. Your brain is still growing. How does that affect that cumulative effect? Maybe you're in a guy getting st- hit, you know, where you're seeing stars or you're getting knocked out. But yeah, how's right. that cumulative effect um, over, you know, over time? going to affect you and i started playing football when i was 10 and i quit you know i was done when i was 30 yeah so you know how does that all those you know 20 years add up and and how does that affect guys um you know when later on down the road and like i said out of those 90 autopsies they were performed 87 of those including like frank gifford and guys like that that yeah. are, you know recent guys that have passed away they all have cte Jeez. We've got Danny Noonan, the former Husker, wow. played for the Cowboys, USAFootball.com, the Heads Up program. Is there any kind of, that they can, maybe they're guessing, uh, genetics, that anyone's more lucky, that your body makeup, you can take more of these hits? I don't know. You know, that's, that's a good question. I mean, that's, I think that's what um, the, the Boston study is trying to do. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get some more, you know, information where they can diagnose it before, like you said, before you pass away. Um, but, you know, that, that's a good question. I think that, you know, it's just to be, yet to be resolved. It seems kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of the stuff on Real Sports where they talk about when people get concussed. It's about what you do after. You know, it's not permanent damage in the one hit. It's when they add up and that the sure. brain can take so much. Exactly. But when you give it a break, it heals. Right. And that's what, you know, in the past, people have, you know, had a concussion and then they've gone back maybe, you know, way too soon. And then that, that adds even more. All right. uh, you know, guys I play like Troy Aikman, I mean, he's had several, and that's one of the reasons he had to retire. So it's just part of the game. Do you wow. have a favorite hit that you remember when you, in the pros where you just... Laid a guy demolished out. Him. Uh, yeah, I had a uh, when we were up in Washington one time um, with the quarterback up there. I'm trying to think of his name, but he had just thrown the ball, and I it it probably be a, it would be a penalty now. But I led with my head right under his chin, ah! and I picked him up, and he was heels were off the ground. The first thing to hit was the back of his head, and I could just hear him go, "Ugh!" <laughs> oh, not you great. Know, <laughs> it still gives me goosebumps right now, Jeff. I think after we get done, I have to practice yeah, on you a little. I right. want to see this, huh? and that was legal. Like, do you ever? Oh yeah, no, it was legal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's changed it a, a lot. Hit. Oh I yeah. Mean, exactly. My coach uh, back in the I only played high school ball, but he he used to tell us. Uh, do you know why you have forearms? 
you God created forearms, he can put them right underneath that that chin and just knock them right. on their ass. Exactly. We <laughs> <laughs> like sweet. Yeah. Oh. Nice. All right, Danny. Oh, so Danny, people want to get you. resources. There's a lot of stuff out there. The yeah. Website. Like I said, they go to usafootball.com and there's a ton of resource free resources for parents and uh, for kids as well. We gotta okay. get we gotta get moms. You gotta get those kids playing football because we love the game. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Danny, that's a great. Uh, I mean, how many years? Twenty years of. Uh, of football. Yeah. Holy smokes. People yeah. wish they could do that. It's such a fun sport, man. Yeah, oh. it is. I love it. Unlike yeah. anything. All right. Thank you so much you, for coming yeah, on. You bet. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Uh, we have some celebrity news coming. Molly, what do you got? Academy Award nominations are in. We'll uh, give you the highlights coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Just something special that makes Simple Truth and Simple Truth Organic a natural part of every family. Great food is something all generations can enjoy together. And with Simple Truth from your neighborhood bakers, you'll find hundreds of smart choices. Even brand new products for baby and your home. Just look for the Simple Truth green circle on the label. Simple Truth. Putting simple within reach. And right now... It's 8.51. We got a high today of 49. Enjoy it because it gets cold after today again. All right. Celebrities of Molly, what's up? So the Academy Award nominations are in. These are the the ones that everybody in Hollywood waits on pins and needles to find out about. Uh, The list of best pictures include... Spotlight, The Revenant, Mad Max Fury Road, The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Room, and The Martian. Uh, As far as actor in a leading role, Leonardo DiCaprio getting a nomination for his role in The Revenant. Matt Damon, The Martian, Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, Brian Cranston, Trumbo, and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. On the female side of things, actress in a leading role, Brie Larson, Room, Sorsha Ronan, Brooklyn, Kate Blanchett for Carol, uh, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy and Charlotte Rampling for 45 years. Best director nods go to uh, Alejandro Iranatu for The Revenant, uh, George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road, Tom McCarthy for Spotlight, Adam McKay for The Big Short, and uh, Lenny Abramson for The Room. For best supporting, that's as far deep as we'll cut, is uh, Rooney Mara for Carol, Jennifer Jason Lee for her role in The Hateful Eight, uh, that Alicia Vicklander for The Danish Girl, Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs, and Rachel McAdams for Spotlight. And actor in a supporting role, Sylvester Stallone Creed. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight, Christian Bale for The Big Short, and Tom Hardy for The Revenant. That sounds like a pretty tough category. Is Tom Hardy good in The Revenant? Yes, he's fantastic. He's really? having quite the year, isn't he? Yes, he's fantastic. The, in the Revenant. Revenant. I was blown Mad away. Max. You know, they don't talk about Tom Hardy uh, being in The Revenant, actually. It's all, you know, Leonardo. Yeah, I was blown away. It's a good, strong cast. Years ago, we uh, got to interview... Who's the director who did Batman and we interviewed his brother? 
Uh, Christopher Nolan, and we interviewed his brother, um, Jonathan, I think, Nolan. The other Nolan. So Christopher yeah. Nolan is obviously a genius. Well, the brother's a genius, too. Um, and I remember at the time, he said, Tom Hardy is going to be the biggest actor in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Remember at the time? Yeah. He goes, this guy's the next it dude, Tom Hardy, and then... He's so committed. It's Jonathan Nolan, and he's the writer. Usually, you hear about Christopher, but they're usually a writing team, both Christopher and uh, and Jonathan, um, which is so, kind of cool. So Hardy got to be... Tom Hardy's having a good year. Two, two of his photo, uh, Two of his pictures are acad- uh, nominated for Academy Awards, Mad Max and The Revenant. And he's, he got to be Bane. Oh. Mark Batman. And then he did that horrible movie with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Chris Pine, where they were both like secret agents. I but never they saw were that. Pretended, but they were trying to date the same woman. Yeah, that it was, was horrible. Terrible. No, I mean, it was like one of those movies where you're like, wow, you are all good people. There is no reason this movie should suck. And yet, um, he's an interesting dude, Tom Hardy. He's a very, he, you know, modeled for a bit. Um, I think he had a little bit of a substance abuse problem, and now he's on the straight and narrow. He's sober. He's got a kid. And hey, who's that? What's that nerd kid's name that was in that movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston, and they're on that road trip thing? You remember he's singing, and uh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, are you uh, talking about Meet the whatever? Oh, Meet the uh, Mister Meet the, the Millers. Meet, meet the, the Millers. Millers. That kid is in this movie Revenant, and he's good. Is he? Also. The kid whose nuts gets bit by a spider? Yeah. <laughs> He's got, like, red hair, He's right? good. He's a good... I mean, I'm, I've am i seen him in a couple things now, and I'm like, gosh, you actually are pretty good. It's Will Poulter. Okay, Will Poulter's his name. Yeah, I'm becoming a fan of him uh, slowly. Will Poulter. I'm very excited about these Academy Awards. Yeah. There's a lot to see. Best Cinematography, which is, I mean, I know we're filmy kind of people, so we like this. The Revenant, Mad Max, Carol, Sicario, and The Hateful Eight. Sicario that- is out at Redbox, people. Rent Sicario. It was yeah. also nominated for Best Original Score, and I think Sicario got some other nomination. It's Benicio Del Toro. And, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I was realizing that, you know who my favorite actor is right now? Josh Brolin. Really? I think he's good in everything. Huh. He's just a cool dude. Hey, coming off Sicario, didn't you like him at Sicario Party? Yes, People need I to did. watch that, guys. If you want to see a movie, an intense movie, uh, it's the drug war. Especially, mm-hmm. I got party to see it just after, and then oh. and then when they caught El Chapo, it's all fresh in our mind. Total Mexican drug war. Yes. It is so good. Um, all right, so technical awards. Where, is Star Wars in there anyway? Yes. Technical awards for best visual effects: Mad Max, Star Wars, The Revenant, The Martian, and Ex Machina or Ex Machina. That's talk about a tough category. Every single one of those is a standout winner in and of themselves. We just watched Mad Max. I got to watch it for the second time. Peter watched it for the first time. I've watched it. Did he love it? He's just like it's. I mean, visually, I think he really was bummed out that he missed seeing it in the theater. Oh yes, because you just watch it and you're like, oh my god. The scene of that movie. There's no way it should be sustainable, and it is. Yes. So I don't know how that can beat, though, a Martian or the Star Wars, but I would love to see that win for, I well, don't know what you call huge, that, cinematography, editing. It's got to get best editing. I you would bet. It's up for best production design. I mean, when you okay. look at those shots where it's those huge shots of those uh, of the landscape, and they're oh, all fantastic. playing the music and flying on sticks, you're like, how did they shoot that? <laughs> that is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, 8.56. Listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 941.
Nebraska Furniture Mart is fully stacked with mattresses for the holiday. And they're stacking prices in your favor with any size mattress set. Twin, full, queen, kid.